And once in a while, you might stumble here and there in your presentation. And what I like to do in those scenarios is, let's say that I'm, I'm, I'm going along and let's say, let's use, uh, let's use alphabet. Like let's say I'm, I'm supposed to say A, B, C, D, E, F, but instead I say A, B, C, X, Y, Z, and I mess up, right? I'll just pause, wait a little while, and then pick back up where I made the mistake as if I didn't make the mistake. And then that pause will show me when I'm doing the editing, it'll show me where the mistake was made because the, the audio line will go to zero. Welcome to the Online Course Mastery Podcast, where every week you learn the insider secrets to mastering the online course business so you can transform lives, impact the world, and enjoy the lifestyle business of your dreams. My name is Dave Espino, and I've launched 90 of my own courses myself and helped others make millions with their courses. I want you to be next. And on this show, you'll learn the secrets to online course mastery. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Dave Espino, and I'm excited today to share with you some really good news about the online course business. And that is, this should be, this should be really good news for those of you that are nervous about appearing on camera, uh, about how will I perform on camera? How will it look? Uh, what kind of like what kind of person do I think I am that I could be an expert and be on camera, be on video? If you don't like the idea of being on camera, guess what? Good news, you don't have to be on camera to create a great course. And I'm saying this from having created 90 online courses that get great reviews, rave reviews, and out of all of those 90 courses, I would say maybe two or three are courses where I appear on camera. So almost all of my courses are screen recorded courses. And I'll explain what that means in a little bit. But here's what I believe and what I've, what I've come to realize after 90 courses. And that is, you can teach a lot better, in my opinion, with a well done PowerPoint presentation than you can with just face to camera video. Okay, I want to let that sink in because uh, a PowerPoint allows for a, a lot of expression and a lot of visual um, elements that you can't give if you're just doing a face-to-camera video. Now, granted, there are some areas where face-to-camera video is important. Like, let's say you're teaching a karate class on video, right? You, you're going to have to teach the moves and the movements and how that all works. Let's say you're teaching yoga, same idea, right? Or you're teaching baking or cooking. All these things probably require an actual live camera setup, right? And, and even in those scenarios, you don't have to have a super hyper-professional setup. One of my closest friends, uh, Teresa Greenway, she teaches how to bake sourdough bread. And when she first started, uh, she was filming in a kitchen that was kind of in a garage when she just first started. So she was nervous because she didn't think it looked very good. You know, it was definitely not anything like Martha Stewart. It was very, very basic. And uh, the floor was even like concrete and, and things like that. So what she did was she focused the camera in just on her hands, just on the bread, just on the necessary uh, things that she needed to show. And so what I'm saying is that this is an area where we sometimes overly stress about it when we really don't have to. Um, all you need for this type of uh, creating of a course is 
uh, it's called a screen recording software. And what I love about it is it basically records everything that you see on your computer screen. So all you do is you set the frame of what's going to be recorded. I usually typically just set the whole frame on the whole frame of the, of the computer screen, right? And then you hit record and then you just start narrating. So you're narrating and you're not on camera unless you want to be, but you don't have to be. And in my opinion, I don't think you need to be. And then you just start going through a PowerPoint presentation, narrating and explaining. Now, PowerPoint gets a bad rap often because it's often done wrong, right? Uh, when people create a PowerPoint, sometimes they just want to like read every word, word for word. They don't have much emotion in it. They don't have much emoting as they're going through it. So it takes a while to get good at PowerPoint. But the point is that I use PowerPoint and the way I think you should use PowerPoint is as a jumping off point for your teaching. So think of your PowerPoint as bullet point phrases that you're going to riff on and you're going to go off and, and get into detail on as opposed to something where you're just going to read it you know, verbatim. Uh, even that can be okay if you read it verbatim, but if you had a lot of animation in your voice and you had a lot of energy as you're uh, presenting it and that kind of thing. So, so the screen recording software that I like to use is called Screencast-O-Matic. And it's kind of a funny name, but this tool has helped me uh, with recording all 90 of my courses. I believe all 90 of my courses have been recorded using this tool. Uh, and in some courses, like some of my more recent courses, I have added some face-to-camera video. And for that, I just use my phone. I just use, you know, today's phones are incredibly good video quality and really all you need for a quality course. You don't have to go invest in some DSLR, some crazy intense uh, video camera. Even today's phones have 4K uh, resolution, which is amazing, right? So... You can also, in your PowerPoint, you could use images to show a step-by-step -step process as opposed to having to use video, right? And so when people get nervous about having to appear on camera, part of that nervousness also has to do with, I don't know how to edit video. Like, how do I even edit a video, right? So the cool thing about Screencast-O-Matic and some of these other screen recording tools is that they have a built-in editor, a built-in video editing uh, suite, shall we say. But what I like about it is super simple to use. Anybody can do it. Um, and if you really do a good job in your presentation, really the only things you may need to edit are the beginning and the end to make sure that it's a good clean break. And once in a while you might stumble here and there in your presentation. And what I like to do in those scenarios is let's say that I'm 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 going along and let's say let's use uh, let's use alphabet like let's say I'm I'm supposed to say A B C D E F but instead I say A B C X Y Z and I mess up right I'll just pause wait a little while and then pick back up where I made the mistake as if I didn't make the mistake and then that pause will show me when I'm doing the editing it'll show me where the mistake was made because the the audio line will go to zero. So that'll that's my little signal. Oh, this is the place to edit. And then you just chop that part out, right? And it's so funny because I didn't know anything about editing video. Um, and I, I, if I messed up, 
on one of my PowerPoints, I would just scrap it. I was just like, ah, oh, I messed up. I'm going to start over. And I would start over recording that one video, right? And it might be a five-minute video. So I would start over recording that one video. And then sometimes I would mess up again. And I was like, ah, oh, scrap that one, start over, right? In, in other words, I had to get the full five minutes right uh, or I because I didn't know how to edit. So one day I got frustrated because it was probably the third or fourth time that I messed up. And I went online, literally Googled Screencast-O-Matic, chop a piece out of a video or something like that. I, I Like in my own words, I said, chop a piece out of video. And up popped the answer and it showed me how to chop a piece out of a video. And I'm like, from then on, my life, it's like my life changed. <laughs> because then I could just do my thing. And if I messed up, pause, which creates that zero audio tone, and then come back later and just chop that part out. And then the rest was good. So all that to say that, you know, sometimes you learn things the hard way, uh, but sometimes it's better to learn things from a seasoned mentor. And so what I'd like to recommend, if you're interested in creating your course and having a highly successful online course program is Work with me, work with me and my team. We have the opportunity to do a done with you process to help you build out your course and build out your marketing. And by doing that, you will shortcut your way to success. You'll speed your path to success instead of having to learn things the hard way like, like I did. You know, uh, I'd, I'd hate for you to have to go be Googling how to chop a piece out of a video uh, when we could actually just walk you through the whole process, show you exactly how to do it. Uh, one last thing before we go, and that is a uh, good thing about uh, not having to appear on camera, a good thing about PowerPoint type presentations is you don't have to worry about lighting, video quality, uh, putting on makeup, being all nicely dressed or whatever. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I mean, some of my favorite times to record courses is on a Saturday morning, <clears throat> and that's because... Um, it, the, the stress of the week is gone. I could just be sitting here in my shorts and t-shirt. Um, don't have to like look good. Don't have to wear something nice. And I could just record, record, record and just flow, you know, get into this state of flow of teaching and recording. And so it's kind of nice when you don't have to worry about all that stuff, about looking good and all that kind of thing. You can just focus a thousand percent on giving your all to your students, you know, and showing them uh, how to get the result that you teach. So that's it for today. Like I said, if you're interested in working with me and my team, we would love to have you. Uh, you can visit infopreneurcoaching.com and visit infopreneurcoaching.com. That's where you can book a call with my team and I, and we will set, uh, set you up to have great success much faster, uh, not have to learn all these tricks of the trade, not have to jump through hoops and uh, walk over landmines and everything. We will get you started right. We will get you on the right path and you'll get there much faster. That's it for the podcast today. Thank you for joining me and uh, look forward to seeing you all next time. Thank you for joining me on the Online Course Mastery Podcast. Have you tried launching an online course and it wasn't as successful as you expected? Have you wondered what the difference is between you and people making millions from their course? If that sounds like you and you want to experience online course mastery, you can schedule a call with me. Visit infopreneurcoaching.com to book your call. 
I've personally launched 90 of my own courses and have coached members of Dean Graciosi, Tony Robbins, and Russell Brunson's communities, and I can help you learn the secrets to mastering the online course business. Again, head to infopreneurcoaching.com today to set up a call where I'll show you the next steps to success with your online course.